Meitzai Yantif. As soon as Yantif was over, the phone rings, and it's this guy, David. He says, I couldn't wait to call you. I had to tell you what happened. Welcome to the Ideas That Change the World podcast with Rabbi Manus Friedman, where we make sure your life will be changed for the better, one idea at a time. Rabbi Friedman is the number one voice of clarity on moral and social issues. So what are we waiting for? Let's go change the world. As soon as Yantif was over, the phone rings, and it's this guy, David. He says, I couldn't wait to call you. I had to tell you what happened. As soon as Yantif was over, the phone rings, and it's this guy, David. He says, I couldn't wait to call you. I had to tell you what happened. He lost his job. And he can't, he's not legal. Without the job, he's on a work visa. So without the job, he has to go back to Israel. Oh, that's good. But if he goes back to Israel, his kids are army age, and he's against, you know, he's a pacifist, he's against war. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't want his he kids... He was in the army. He was. But that's before he started meditating. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and, and they don't... No. That's how she they don't want their kids to go to the army, so they don't want to go back to Israel, but, but he's, he's illegal. So he said, so he said, I went to the psychic to ask what I should do about a job. He said, I couldn't wait to tell you what the psychic said. The psychic went into a trance. The psychic is not Jewish. No. <laughs> went into a trance and started saying, oh, your wife, your wife is in big trouble. And she's getting a lot of energy from, from this man. And she started describing the Rebbe. She said, I feel it even from you. Even you're getting strength. And she says, this, this, this Rebbe, this man, he's... He, he didn't even need to be born. He's only here to help others. And he's very tall, very straight. And he's very old. Like thousands of years old. Anyway, she described the Rebbe. He said, I couldn't wait to call you. I said, what did she tell you? She said, this is who you need to go to. He said, yeah, we went, we wrote to him. He said to keep kosher. So she said, the, the, the psychic, she said, that's all? Do it. He said, yeah, we're doing it. He's, he was very um, simple. He said, yeah, we're doing it. It's just the milk. We didn't have any cholavisrol back then in the stores. Only we went to the farm and we made our own milk. So he said, the milk, you have to go all the way to St. Paul every time we want. So with the milk, when I, so she started screaming at him. Mm-hmm. He's giving you this energy. But if you don't keep kosher, his energy can't enter you. So do it. Get a freezer. <laughs> this is the shiksa saying. Get a freezer. 
and freeze a month's worth of milk at a time and you'll have milk. He says, okay, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> anyway, I, I thought, that's a great story. I got to tell everybody. But this guy's a little weird. I, I don't know if I can trust this whole... I said, are you going back to her? He said, yeah, on Wednesday. I said, can I come? He said, sure. So Wednesday, I drive out there to meet him in this bookstore that sells all these weird books. And I'm thinking, I'm going to see a psychic. You know what they look like, right? No. Old, with a long nose, with a big pimple. Yeah, come on, you know. Oh, dressed in black, with a big pot. <laughs> anyway, I walk into the store. There's this young woman there with a cigarette. You know, typical. I said that, that's that's a psychic. Disappointed. Anyway, I walk up to her, and I say, I understand that you uh, described the rabbi in Brooklyn to David. She says, Yes, he's very old. He didn't even need to be born. He's only here to help other people. He's very straight. He stands very. And he's giving them a lot of energy. So I said, do you always remember what you see in a trance? She says, no. I said, so how come you remember exactly the words that you... So she says, are you kidding? He's a living master. All the psychics contact old dead Nishamas and ask for advice. I'm the only one in my whole school who ever contacted a living master, Nishama Chloe. As soon as David left, I called my teacher. I said, I contacted a living master. I take out a picture of the Rebbe. She said, oh yeah, that, that, that's him. Said, okay, now I can go tell the story to everybody. Anyway, a few months go by. He calls me and he says, would it be terrible to ask the Rebbe for another blessing? I can't find a job. Why did he lose his job? Because when she was crazy, he tried to control her at night, and she beat him up. <laughs> so she, he was up all night. He came to work the next day late with bandages. <laughs> so they fired him. Anyway, I said, no, no problem. Give me your name and your mother's name. We'll write to the Rebbe. Write into the Rebbe. Well, I thought that the OED was the... the the, 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 solution. Oh. the what, what? The OED was the solution. The milk was the solution. To the oh, no, he needed a job. What? He needed a bracha for a job. Wasn't the uh, keeping Chol uh, That made her healthy. So he gives me his name and his mother's name. I write into the Rebbe. No answer. Two days, three days, four days, no answer. I keep calling. Any answer? Any answer? Nope. No answer. After about a week, I call up, and uh, Benjamin Klein answers. I said, is there, an, is there an answer? He says, what should I tell you? The, the note is sitting on the table. I see it every day when I go in. It's sitting right there, and the Rebbe's not answering it. What can I tell you? I call back the next day. He says, yeah, 
the Rebbe wants to know her name and her mother's name. I said, why? He said, excuse me? <laughs> I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> Scratch that. <laughs> Erase that one. I call her up. I said, I had forgotten her mother's name. I call her up to get, to get her mother's name. She answers the phone. And as a joke, I said, how's your little dibuk? She said, eh, it's, it's, it's fine. I said, wait, 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 I was joking. What do you mean it's fine? I thought it was gone. She said, it's not mamish gone. It, it's, it's very low, uh, ba- you know, it doesn't bother me. I said, are you messing around with the milk? <laughs> she said, I hate frozen milk. I, can't, I, I need... I said, you promised to do what the Rebbe said. She said, okay, okay, fine, I'll do it, I'll do it. Anyway, called back the Rebbe with, the, with her name, told the Rebbe that she was messing around with the Cholovacum, but he never got an answer. A year later, I'm in a store, and I meet David. I said, how are you? Where, where have you been? What's going on? He said, well, you know, I couldn't stay in the, in the States, so we went to Canada. And I worked there on getting papers, and now, finally, I have papers to be here, and I'm here legally, and I'm living whatever, doing whatever. And he says, and you'll be happy to know that we're divorced now. Why? I said, why would I be happy? He says, because I'm not Jewish. (laughs) He came to Israel, learned Hebrew, went to the army. Everybody thought he was Jewish. He's not Jewish. So the name that he gave me for his mother was not her real name. So there was no answer. So part of what happened... Why did he become Jewish? His wife was Jewish? Yeah. So part of of what the Rebbe did, besides healing her from the Dibuk, he, he separated them. The truth came out, and he had to admit that he wasn't Jewish, so they got the So, she didn't get better completely until she stopped drinking Cholovacum, because it really causes Timtum Halev, and um, he didn't admit the truth until she was feeling Jewish enough to know the difference. So that's my Hall of Akum story.